0: Welcome to the Bring It Home podcast. I'm your host, Matt Kinzara, and here we talk about your life, your story, your purpose. Hey there, everyone. Nice to see you today. Hope all is well in your world. It's a beautiful sunny evening as I record this. And it's good to be with you. This is always a highlight of my week when I get to sit down and either interview someone or just sit down in front of the microphone and start chatting it up with you. Hey, did you guys, if you didn't, did you guys, I mean, you had to have listened, right? Like that interview last week with Brandon Flannery, that that was so much gold. That was so good. That guy was a true joy to interview true joy to just hear his perspectives he's young he's he's just so desiring the best for his life he's been through like that guy's been through more in his short life in his 20s than most of us have been through in our entire lives and to be able to get some beautiful perspective from somebody who's been through some stuff I mean that's that that was awesome that was I always support my fellow lake drive book authors because it's a It's not an easy road trying to put your heart out there in a book form and then going through the process of knowing that people are reading that thing that you poured all of your being into, especially, you know, most of the Lake Drive authors, what we write, we write these books that are like the deepest parts of our insides like they're our story and I mean I remember when I put out Bring It Home which by the way just hop on the website mattkinzera.com if you haven't read it yet but when I put out Bring It Home which was a little less than a year ago now it was that day when it comes out is like the scariest it's the absolute scariest I've done it with music before I've done it in other ways before but I've never put out a book before this last year and it's just I can't even describe it when you know that people that you don't even know are reading your story you literally feel feel like you've just been laid bare or like a, a friend of mine said you feel like you're standing in front of somebody naked and you don't know what their reaction is going to be so uh just so much thanks to brandon And again if you didn't listen to that interview be sure to check it out and uh, it's so good seriously so good So many of those Lake Drive authors are just blowing my mind. We've got another one uh, coming up. I won't blow it out of the water yet, but we've got some really good interviews coming up on this podcast, including another Lake Drive author who has such a powerful but very difficult story. And uh, so that's that's upcoming. And here's the thing. Here's kind of the new thought behind this podcast. The new thought behind this podcast is, yes, yeah, we'll continue to have some of the same type of voices that we've had on before. But what I'm more interested in is not necessarily the people with big names and big book contracts or the people that you've heard about before, because what I've discovered here's, here's a little bit of podcaster inside information. When I have some of the bigger name people on the show, when I have over the last four years or so, the podcast download numbers are actually usually worse than they are on a, a time when I'm just recording by myself or a time when I'm recording with someone like Brian Wilkem, who I had on a few weeks ago, somebody who's like just doing amazing work in their own circle. But you know, most of you don't even know who they are. Like when I have somebody who's a well-known name on a lot of times be, and I think it's because a lot of times the downloads are not as good as you would think they, they are. And I think the reason is for example, my friend, Brian McLaren, who is just a genuinely wonderful soul, but he's really well-known, right? Everybody knows who Brian McLaren is, who's in kind of the progressive Christian faith field. And so you can listen to Brian McLaren on just about any podcast that's in the space that you want. So you don't just get to hear Brian McLaren on the Bring It Home podcast. You do only get to hear some of the voices that we put on here on this podcast. And so that's that's what's unique about it, that's what I love about it moving forward. So yeah, we'll do we'll do some of some of the people that we all know and love on here every once in a while when they've got something interesting going on, but I'm more interested in finding some voices that that we don't know too much about so we can elevate those voices, we can hear their story and we can find out where our story interacts with theirs. So, with that being said, I I want to bring up something today that is is genuinely right in the center, like right in the heart of my own story, and I want to bring it up because it was this really monumental moment that happened to me in the middle of the night, probably three four o'clock in the morning. So, as as many of you who've been following this podcast know, I myself as as well as my whole family have made a transition we'd been in. Eau Claire, Wisconsin, which is northwestern Wisconsin in the United States. Uh, we've been there. We'd been there for like my wife and I had been there for you count college for nearly 30 years. And now we've made a big change and we've moved down closer to some family members. And we're living down in now southeastern Wisconsin, down in the Madison area, for those of you familiar with Wisconsin. But it's, it's down the southeast corner. And I'm not going to get into why we did it. But the the piece that I do want to get into is this is that the reason why we moved wasn't by accident. It wasn't something that just like came up out of the blue. Um, from the, the from the from years and years ago, probably, gosh, I don't know, 15, 18, maybe even as far as 20 years ago. I have no idea. We made this plan. So my wife and Susie kind of made this this plan that we were going to build a couple of houses. and then after our kids move out, what we're going to do is we're going to then build one more house somewhere on some water somewhere. And, uh, and and that would be the house that we kind of live out the rest of our life with. And and the thought was that when our kids get out of the house, what we're going to want to do is we're going to want to have a ton of flexibility to do things like travel, to continue to pursue our passions, whether that's in speaking or writing or music, we're going to want to hopefully someday in the, you know, probably a little while yet, but somewhere in the future, we're going to want to chase around our grandkids, those types of things. And so we wanted to be at this place in life where we set ourselves up for success so that we could truly live out our story. This podcast is all about your story, right? So we could live out our story in the way that we want to, in the way that our hearts really desire to. And Susie and I have lived a, (laughs) I mean, the way that we've lived the last, we've been married for 25 years. The way that we've lived those 25 years is nothing short of a little bit off center, like a little bit nuts. The story started with, um, you know, I was, we met in the music department in university of Wisconsin, Eau Claire, where we just left from. And I was a high school band director for one year. And in the middle of that first year out of college, this was in our second year of marriage, um, you know Susie just came home and said hey let's just sell everything we have and go on the road and do music so I literally had like we bought a house we had two dogs we had two cars like we I had insurance I had a good healthy job like and it was in line with the the degree that I had and so literally living the American dream in the middle of the first year of doing that we just like jumped ship so quit the job halfway through I mean I I finished out the school year but and literally sold everything we had gave our dogs to some people that we know um sold everything other than our red minivan and our music equipment and went on the road for a couple years just doing music together and somehow we managed to survive and then we got into some church ministry stuff but then we just we never We just never have been the type of people who have like held down nine to five jobs. Like I've got a nine to five job kind of right now. And this probably marks between the two of us. This probably marks maybe the fourth year in our 25 years together that either of us (laughs) had like a normal job. So, um, all that to say, like we just we, we live a little bit differently. And so we think a little bit differently. And so this whole process is, is a part of that. And so when I say that we built our house, uh, we built it like with our own two hands, like stood up walls, framing nailers up on the roof, putting shingles on like we built these two houses. My dad was a huge inspiration because he built the house that we grew up in, that I grew up in my brother and I and, and my mom. And so I always had this weird thing in the back of my head that I was going to build a house at some point in my life, even though like I knew nothing like, I'm a music guy. I don't know anything about building houses. And so we built this first house with uh, so my dad and I really kind of did it together. And it was this beautiful moment of connection with him. And I learned, I learned more in those nine months than I've probably learned at that point in my collective, like 30 years of existence. And so so we built that house, lived in it for 10 years, and then we sold that house, built another house, lived in that house for seven more years. That house basically it was Susie and I that, and my dad helped out quite a bit, but not nearly as much. And, uh, and we, and we just got done now selling that house and Susie and I have never been in career fields where you're just like making bank, right? And, and blessings to all of you who have passions that pay you handsomely, good for you. Our world has had lots of ups and downs from that standpoint, and so we knew from a, a very early time, like if we're going to have success in this area of finances and in the area of our lives where we want to be able to do what we want to do, and not have to worry about the stresses of money and things like that, that we're going to have to put in some sweat equity, and so we did that. We built a couple of houses, and now we're at this point where we sold these two houses, and and we're at all. All I'm going to say. Is we're at a a very healthy place in a lot of different ways. And one of those ways is financially. There's certainly other areas where we're not healthy, but this is one of those areas where we've worked hard, we had a plan, we stuck to it, and now we're on the cusp of really like living out what we've talked about for a long, long time. And so here's where the the story comes in. I think all of us, I know, I know all of us, we we live life with stress on our shoulders it's a normal part of our life we just live life kind of stressed out and i don't even know if we know it like i don't even know that we i don't even know if we realize the weight of the stress that we're living with i don't even know if we recognize how how heavy that weight is and so i had this and this i it it blew my mind here's what happened i um i woke up and this was just last week I woke up in the middle of the night, which is not strange for me because I've got this mind that just it, it struggles to turn off. And if I happen to wake up in the middle of the night, it's hard for me to get back to sleep because my mind is thinking about a million different things. And so I wake up. It's probably, I don't even think I looked at the clock, but I'm guessing usually when I wake up, it's around three in the morning. So I wake up at around three in the morning and my body was just super what's the I was just anxious like I just felt all this anxiety I felt all this weight I felt like just it just felt like everything was kind of closed in on me and I recognized the feeling because for for so long for decades we might say um this would happen on a regular basis where I wake up in the middle of the night I'm stressed out I'm stressed out about money I'm stressed out about my kids I'm stressed out about my career like there's just so many things that that my body is so used to being stressed out about and so I wake up in the middle of the night just last week and I'm just I feel like wildly stressed out I feel like anxious I feel this weight on my shoulders I feel a tightness in my chest and I luckily I was I I woke up enough I woke up enough where I like I realized what was happening and and I started thinking like wait a second In my mind, like my body and my mind and my chest, like right now I'm stressed out about finances. And in that moment, not that there won't be stresses in the future, but in that moment, like there was no reason to be financially stressed out. Like bills are paid, money's in the bank, the plan is working, everything's moving forward. There's zero reason to stress out financially. My kids are doing really good, like... August, my youngest, is holding down two jobs, finishing their senior year in high schools, applying to colleges, like just killing it. My oldest, Macy, is... is been living on their own for almost two years now just got a new job like has, has got this passion that they're starting to go like my kids are doing great and so all of these things that I usually on my career my career wise like the, the the position that I hold is a, a leadership position in a nonprofit. I'm a an executive director I got this job that I wasn't sure I'd be able to land a, a job at this level and on top of that like my speaking career continues to go this podcast continues like things are are pretty amazing. And so I was able to stop myself in the middle of the night and just say, "Oh my gosh, isn't this amazing that my body still responds to the stress even though the stress is no longer a reality?" And it just blew my mind how our how our bodies and our minds and our hearts just tie themselves so intimately to our stress and if we live those same spaces of stress out long enough it's as if our body memorizes it and holds on to it even when it's gone I i was i was so blown out of the water when this happened and then i started to think oh my goodness like i even though these stresses have just come off of my shoulder i still have to teach my body and my mind and my heart how to live in a more stress-free environment. And the other thing that I'm keen into in this whole story and that, and that made me think is like, oh my, like my my whole dream for myself and for you and for everybody in this world is that we would live out like the best form of ourselves because we all know that the best form of ourselves minus the mask, minus the crap is like, is so beautiful and so meaningful to this world. But that moment made me see very, very clearly that stress keeps us from being the best forms of ourselves. It, it, it keeps us from living out our life, from living out our story, and from living out our purpose because it's just this intense weight. And I don't think I understood it clearly until I just had this moment the other week. Here's the thing. We talk a lot about faith on this podcast because it's so important. I don't think, I mean, and I've studied faith for Two and a half decades, if not longer, now, and um, I've studied all the, the the major world religions pretty intensely and 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 pretty deep detail. I've got people in my circle who are Christian. I've got people in my circle who are Buddhist. I've got like I've got a lot of different people in my circle from a lot of different faith groups, and I believe in my heart that there is not a single. Uh, religion, not at least not a major religion in this world, that promotes the type of pace and the type of stress load that our culture endorses. So I do not believe that there is a major religion in this world that endorses the same type of pace and stress load as our culture endorses and, you know, puts out there. Which should make us all that 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 right there is what I would call a cause for pause like that should make us all slow down. Now I'll just take I'll take my tradition in Christianity and I would say if you look at the life of Jesus, Jesus never I mean Jesus seemed I, I don't know, I don't know, was Jesus stressed out? I have no idea, but he he lived out this pace that was very different than we see at least in our west western culture. That's for sure. I think uh, think about Buddhism. Like you think about everything that it exudes it's anti-stress. It's anti-fast-paced culture. Uh, you think, I mean, again, just go down the line of all the, the major religions in the world. Judaism, same idea. None of them are promoting this, yet we are willingly submitting ourselves to it. All this to say, I, I'm going to put out a, a bit of a challenge today, and, and I wouldn't ask you to do anything that I'm not either in the process doing or have already been through in in my life. If any of us desire to make an impact in this world through our life and our story, I believe wholeheartedly that a part of that process is living out a life without the type of stress that burdens you so much that it wakes you up at 3 in the morning where you can't get to sleep for the rest of the night. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know what i'm talking about because you all know the stress that does it for you i now stress is going to be a part of life something i want to add to this conversation it was so fascinating because like at the point when i took this new job at the point when we sold this house like there was some stresses that were like through the roof and and i remember like when i got a, when i got offered the the position that i'm in and when i got when we got the offer for the house like there was one stress that got removed And what I discovered is that that didn't make life all good and hunky-dory. What I discovered is that actually just got me to the next stressor that I had to work on. And then when that one got removed, then that one took me to the next. It's like there's these layers. And certainly there's some stresses that we key in on more than others, but there's layers. And we have to just keep working through them as we go and so the most important thing to do like I said at the beginning of this podcast we hold on to this stress we hold on to the weight of our stress and I'm pretty sure we don't even really realize it we get so comfortable with the intense amount of stress that we carry that we don't even realize that we're carrying it can you relate to that anybody out there giving me an amen over the when you're driving or you're running or whatever you're doing listening to this podcast and because we get so used to it we think it's normal but then we wonder why how we get to this point where we feel like we don't have anything to offer this world because we feel immobilized or we feel like we we can't do that thing that we want to do or we feel like we whatever we're not the person we used to be you know you fill in the blank for who you are and what your story is but we struggle immensely like How many people do you know that desire to live out their purpose in this life more fully, but they feel stuck for some reason? And we can blame it on our job. We can blame it on our, like, blame it on whatever you want to blame it on. But at the end of the day, we have to try to figure out what are some of the key things that are getting in the way of this. And I believe that part of that is getting the major stress that you have in your life out of your life. And you might be sitting there thinking, yeah, that's impossible because you don't know my story and you're absolutely right. I don't know your story, but what I do know is I know my own story and I know the story of the people around me and when I pee, when when I pee, when I see, (laughs) when I see people get free from their stress, I see them become more fully alive in who they are. And I know that that's true of my life as well. And in the season that I've gotten the, the good fortune of going through in the last six months, I feel so alive to pursue my passions because I've keyed in on some areas of stress that I hadn't spent time. It's not that I hadn't spent time trying to get rid of them. I think at the very core of it, I didn't believe I could get rid of them. And now I've caused myself to realize that I can. So the challenge is this. I said I was going to give you a challenge today, so now I'm going to do that. The challenge is this. And, and whether, you, uh, okay, I'll just say it. The challenge is to find out what is the stress or the two or three stressors that keep you up at night. Whether that's literally or figuratively. Some of you guys sleep just wonderfully. Good for you. But what is the thing that stresses you out so much that it could it could keep you up or does keep you up at night? And so for me, I was able to kind of identify those things in these last few months, but my body still wants to believe that they're true. So when when you identify these things, there's this verse in the Bible. It says to, um, what is, I'm going to forget it now because I don't read the Bible very often these days. Uh, Oh, here it is. I don't know where it is in the Bible, but it says... To hold every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Now whether you're a Christian or not, the, the part of that verse I want you to key in on is the part that says hold every thought captive. That's what I did when I woke up in the middle of the night. I realized that my body was responding to a stress that's no longer in my life at this current time. And I had to hold that thought captive and say, that's not true. At the moment when I my body was stressing out about finances, there was a check on my nightstand for several thousand dollars. <laughs> like there it was crazy how my body was responding to something that wasn't a reality. So I I held that thought captive. I grabbed onto it. I swear to God, it's like I grabbed onto it and I stared it in the face and I said, No, actually I'm fine financially. Actually, my kids are doing great. Actually, I have this incredible amazing career that I could have never dreamed of being so fortunate to have and I was able to like speak to these thoughts that weren't real and so what I'm challenging you to do is to figure out that thing again that hypothetically keeps you up in the middle of the night and I want you to to look it in the face and tell it if it's real or not Maybe for you in your story, because like in my life, just because there's some stressors that aren't there, I'm not living a stress-free life. I have plenty of stress in my life. They're just not the things that used to stress me out. They're just not the things that have kept me up at night for the longest time. Okay, so, So I guess the first question, the first challenge for you is simply, are the things that you're feeling stressed out about real? Anytime, here's a little a little tip that's helped me over the years. If you're a person that stresses out about finances, or I mean, I guess you could apply this to anything. But I, this is this is what I used to do with the area of finances. If you're struggling with finances and you've got bills racking up, you're, you're struggling. You just you know the income's not what you hoped. When I was in that point when it was like affecting my day to day, what I would do is I'd wake up in the morning and I'd realize that things are hard. But I'd say to myself, and sometimes I'd write it in my journal, I'd say. Today, I'm good. Today, I'm fine. And what I meant by that is today, there was a roof over my head. Today, there was food in the fridge. And Today, there weren't like creditors at my doorstep, right? So I would just, I would just talk to myself and say, okay, tomorrow, I don't know. I don't know. There's another Bible verse that says um, to not worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough worries of its own, which leads me to think like, let's worry about today and let's let tomorrow be tomorrow. And so that's another great thing to, to remember that. Are you worrying about something that today you actually don't need to worry about? Because today you're fine. I don't know. That's that's your story, not mine. So figure out what it is and then see it. Look at it. Look at it in the face and just ask yourself if it's real or not. If it's real, or, well, first of all, if it's not real, then the important thing is to start um, start believing Reality and start instead of believing what your body is hanging on to. Because if it's not real, my guess is at some point in your life, it was real. And we can live in a scarcity mindset where even though we're not living, like literally not living in that scarcity, our mind still thinks we are. I'm reading this great book right now by Ed Milet. I don't even remember the name of it right now. It's something about One More or something like that. And he talks about this idea of the thermostat. And he said, you might overcome some things in your life, but your thermostat remains set the same. So you're always going to go back to where that thermostat is set. And so you have to increase what your thermostat is set at. And that's, I mean, that's a great reminder to the, the reality that maybe your reality is, is your life is fine, but you need to start living in that reality. You need to get your body to the place where that reality uh, lives itself out in your day-to-day life. But for others of you, you're listening to this podcast, you're like, just stop for one damn minute, Matt, because I'm stressing out about things that are 100% real. And I would say yes and amen. I get that because like I said, I'm not living a stress-free life. I have tons of stressors in my life every single day, but I also have some that are no longer there. So identify what those big things for you are for you. My guess is they're finances, my guess is it has something to do with your career or your relationships. Those are, I mean, those are those three are going to knock, knock out pretty much everything. And if you can see it and it's real, you're looking at it and you're saying that is a real thing. I don't have enough income this month to cover the bills that are going to be coming in this month. I don't have a good relationship with my kid this month and they're just going off the deep end i'm struggling in my relationships i hate getting up every day going to my job so for a lot of you listening when you think about stress the thing that you're stressing out most about is actually real if that's the case what i want to challenge you to do is not to try to retrain your body because your body knows what's real but to visualize your life without that stress just take some moments get somewhere quiet, find a space of peace and visualize your life without that stress and ask yourself what it would feel like. My guess is that it might even borderline get you misty. Like you you might have tears in your eyes thinking about life without a stress that you may have had for 5, 10, 15, 20, 50 years. Okay. So if that Thinking about life without that stress is so moving and meaningful and enticing. I guess the next question is how can you get there? Man, life is short. Life is so very short. We get such a small amount of time here on this earth and we get to make an impact if we want. But one of the things that's going to keep us from making that impact is just being stressed out. And so there's so much that we're taught. And a lot of those things that we're taught are we need a nice house. We need a nice car. We need this. We need that. We need this. We need that. And if we go along with what culture continues to, to breathe into us, we are going to live a stressed out life until the day that we die. If we want to take on the shape, mentality, form of so many spiritual leaders throughout history, then we're going to maybe step back and say, wait a second. Maybe I don't have to keep up with the Joneses. Maybe, I, maybe me, my wife, and my two kids don't need a 5,000 square foot house. Maybe just me and my wife because our kids have left. Maybe we don't need to own a house at all. Maybe we should get a condo. Maybe it's just my faulty thinking that I have to stay with this job because of the benefits that it offers me. But maybe there's actually a way that I can make more money toward my retirement without being in this job. Or maybe I would be a better dad if I didn't go to that shitty job every single day and maybe that's more important to me. Or maybe if I actually spent more time with my kids, intentional time with my kids, maybe that would actually improve our relationship. Maybe if I took my wife on a date every week, maybe that would take away the stress of our relationship that we fight all the time. There's a solution to every stress you're thinking of. Whatever whatever you're thinking of right now, there's a solution to it. And the only question that you have to answer is if you're gutsy enough, if you're brave enough to actually do what you need to do to get rid of that stress. And if you are gutsy enough and brave enough to do what you need to do to get rid of that stress, I'm at least pretty confident that it'll go away. Now, if it's a stress to do with relationships, obviously there's more than just you in the equation here. But I'm telling you, this seems as basic as one plus one equals two. Yet we get so in such a routine of just living life with the stress we become accustomed to that so often we would rather continue living that life without changing instead of living life without that stress. And that, to me seems like that very definition of insanity. So grab your stress, find it, figure out what it is. Look it in the face, figure out if it's real or not. If it's not real, figure out how to tell your body that this isn't reality. Just figure out how to change that thermostat, whatever you need to do. We'll maybe get into that in a future episode. If it is real, figure out what you got to do to change it. Life is too short to live a life filled with this stress, and you can change it. You absolutely can. There's people all around you that are proof that you can get rid of the stress in your life that's keeping you from being the person that you're meant to be. Hey, it's been great to be with you. Let me know what you thought about this episode. If you think I'm batshit crazy, let me know about it, okay? But if you don't, just give it a shot and see what happens super excited next week uh, i don't know if i've ever had a children's author on the podcast yet but that's going to change next week so next week i have a wonderful children's author on the podcast because what good are we if we're not talking about kids what good are we if we're not talking about our spirituality in the context of kids it just doesn't make any sense so the first time ever we're going to have a um a children's book author who's also written some incredible books for adults as well so do not miss that uh, interview it's with jennifer grant so that'll be next week if you want to keep track of me make sure you find me on my website first and foremost that's mattkinsera.com that's how you can keep up to date with everything i'm doing i want to draw your attention to one space on there i do this podcast i also do a lot of speaking events some of those speaking events are with other organizations some of them are independent and i just believe so much in this mission and this 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 calling that, that I really feel on my life to help people engage with their life and, and with their stories in a way that helps them to, to be really focused in on their purpose so that we can truly live life in the best way possible. That makes the biggest impact possible while we're here. And so if you want to support not only this podcast, but that that speaking ministry, that, that speak- I said ministry because I've been in ministry for so long, that speaking organization, as well as future writing projects and current writing projects, just jump on the homepage of that website. You'll see a place where it says, be a part of the home team. The home team are the people that support this work. And so feel free to jump on board with that. It's just $25 a month to, uh, to be a part of bringing this message forward. You can also find me on social media on Instagram and Facebook. Either look up Matt Kinzera or look up Bring It Home. And seriously, live a life. Just join me in this cause to live your life as fully as you possibly can. To engage in your story in meaningful ways because your story matters. It matters so very much. And then to use your life and your story to make a difference in this world.